Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> Little Barney Fiend Fiend wrestling through the forest, scooping up the jobbers and dropping them on their heads. Oh my god. Down Jesus. Papa Christ. H. And Papa H said. It's time to play the game! Time to play the game! I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, <laughs> joined by Bill James and Adam Nicholas from What Culture. Not for long. Just all the goings on in wrestling this week. Why do we not film this? I he was literally doing a bunny impression and then got so mad he almost broke the table. Yeah. Almost broke the table and went at the, a shade of red that only the fiend's lightning could Indeed. have produced. But before we get into Are it... Are you all right? <laughs> it's been a weird week. He's just been getting a week of aggression out See, in that one song. I don't think the fiend's coming back to WWE. He's here right now. He just took the... Flipping mask off. Before we get into it, though, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, <laughs> make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. We review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Super oh, which is still alive, uh, <laughs> AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestling culture. As I said, though, joined by Nicholas and Phil in a week dominated by a conversation about the White Rabbit. Is is Bray Wyatt, maybe not The Fiend, but is Bray Wyatt returning to WWE tonight, do you reckon? Tell you what, hey, I, I know really hope going. it's not, because it would be so funny to watch <laughs> the internet implode, and I would be here for all of the crazy discourse online if it's not Bray Wyatt. But on the flip side of that, it's kind of, it has to be, surely? <laughs> like, come on, you, it has to be. I remember a time when John Krasinski swore blind on television interviews and God knows what, that Michael Scott was not going to be in the finale of The Office. <laughs> he swore blind and he was, I would love the opposite. <laughs> Just for the chaos. Oh, it's going to be The Fiend. It's going to be, the, it's going to be Bray Wyatt. Nope. Nope. It's none of them. It's, Absolutely none of them. It's not even anybody you know. It's just someone, <laughs> it's just random, someone random who's getting it bad in a bunny costume. Like, that's what I want. I don't want to... No, I'm only joking. The problem I have is... It's though, a new Playboy Bunny character. <laughs> <laughs> We're problem, bringing back the divas. The problem is, it's all fun and games, right? Until he actually comes back, right? And I've been making notes, and I've kept the receipts, and I'm looking at you, Adam Wilbur, <laughs> uh-huh. and I'm looking at you, Michael Hamflit, wherever oh, the hell yes. you are. 
Oh, he missed the fiend. Oh, he missed Bray Wyatt. Oh, the day he comes back, I'm starting a counter, and I want to know how long it's going to take before you guys are sick to the back <laughs> of the fiend's wild and wacky promos going nowhere, Bray's stuff going nowhere. It's going to be fun to watch. I will yeah. say that much. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Like uh, I've been comparing it all week long to the the Y2J X plus one two. <laughs> Nine, I think it was, was the the code you had to crack. Ooh. And you were like, X plus one, Y, two is two. Nice, like the alphabet's J. It's yes, Y, two, J. It's Chris Jericho. It was really easy. Yeah. But the thing is, we said this a lot with the punk stuff as well. Uh, that's the beauty of it. You're like, I'm almost certain it's got all the allusions to early Bray Wyatt and some of the phrases he's used and blah, blah, blah. And there's the old, oh, but there's a, there's a, Clock thing in the what's it called? I forget what it's called. I want to say egg timer. Uh, it's definitely Lund- not that. Sun timer yeah, that, thing. That. Definitely has a. I don't, I don't think I don't think Karen Cross would be quite as quite as terrifying if he put an egg timer <laughs> on the ring and just twisted it. <laughs> One of those little chicken hands. <laughs> TikTok. Uh, and then there's like demon obviously. Oh, it's Finn Balor, but Finn Balor's kind of busy Ooh. with stuff right now. It, it feels like it has to be Bray. And I, it, one way or another, I'm intrigued. Like you say, I'm not sure I want to return to the days of arrive, talk, bollocks, leave Bray Wyatt, or yeah, yeah. I've got a big hammer, Bray Wyatt. I'm made of goo. <laughs> but it's gonna gonna be a very big conversation topic for weeks and months to come. If oh it's yeah, Bray. 100%. oh, it's gonna be great at work. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna get plenty of clicks of it. That's that's and that's really it's gonna all. be the thumbnail of the news tomorrow. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> whatever even it if is. Not it. <laughs> this, this, I've been talking about this uh, all week with with Hamlet going. I always take the piss out of him because he stays up to watch dynamite after dynamite, and he's got kids as well. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're bonkers. And then there's a bit of me tonight going. You could just stay up and watch SmackDown, <laughs> you know. But then also, as as you have both alluded to, if I'm there, three a.m. in the morning, and they go. Well, there's a rabbit in the ring. Let's find out what that's about next week. <laughs> as much as I'm going to enjoy Braun Strowman versus Otis, as much as I'm going to enjoy more of the bloodline shenanigans with Sami Zayn and the Usos defending those tag titles against the brawling ro- brutes, if I stayed up and didn't get Bray Wyatt, oh, that's my weekend ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, I do hope it's not. Eat of World's Bray and not The Fiend. Like, I hope it's something you, new. Yeah. Like, he's reinvented himself, obviously, a lot in the past, and I feel like The Fiend is done. Like, The Fiend is cooked. Is <laughs> the Fiend though? is sufficiently cooked. Is he, is <laughs> Let's go to something new. Let's make him the Mad Hatter if they're going down the Alice in Wonderland route. Let's no, do something no, else. No, no, it, no, like, You've got it wrong, new. yeah, Phil. You've got it wrong. He's got to come back as the muscle man, hasn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that guy was legit. Right? <laughs> too and he, legit he was qu- too legit to <laughs> quit. Back is just a Mr. Motivator character. He, well, it was great, man. I'm not kidding. It was super good, that. And he just never really got to do it. Remember the Wyatt's gym t-shirt? Uh-huh. You yeah. can't tell me if you got him properly into the game, they wouldn't be selling like hotcakes with Wyatt's <laughs> gym t-shirt. He just ultimately, unsurprisingly, promoted himself into far too many bits and pieces that they couldn't keep tabs on it. I just, you know what it is, all jokes aside, if he does come back, all you want is for him to... If he cuts a promo where he's like, I'm going to kill a guy and I'm going to win, let's have him win it. Like, <laughs> and if he can't do that, 
don't let him just go in there and do whatever he says because it's that's what that's where the problems lie. Yeah, he used to go in. Don't there give and him say, the world title with yeah. no plans of how you're actually going to get it off this like, guy. Genuinely, when I started watching again in 2015 or whatever, when I saw him, I was absolutely captivated by Bray Wyatt. Whereas all the people who'd seen him like have that long run with Cena and Jericho and all that stuff, which just didn't work out for him. They were like, "Why do you like this guy?" Because I hadn't heard any of that. He yeah. sounded legit. And then, obviously, as time went on, he just never got the wins. And it's a shame, because yeah. he really did have stuff there. It's just they never seemed to want to pull the trigger on yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to sit under a Triple H WWE suit. Because I think, I think if Bray Wyatt was coming back, but it was coming back to the WWE that he'd left, you'd have gone, right, okay, well, they, they clearly need a shot in the arm, and they're getting back the people they released, because this absence makes the heart grow fonder. But they're probably eventually just going to slot back right into where they were. This is a different world, uh, ironically, now. Like you say, like if you can get him back to say pre, what was it, WrestleMania 30, you fought Cena at? Yes. And you were like, <laughs> yes. Have him, obviously, have him beat Cena. Cena doesn't, oh, Cena's beat him. That's yeah, completely yeah. ruined all of That's it. Right. Those are moments, aren't they? You get somebody where they arrive at that point where it's, they have to win this match and they don't. It's like the Rusev thing with Cena again. <laughs> yeah. I honestly would have had him, controversial for all you Undertaker fans out there. I would have had him beat Taker's ass bad that year after Taker came back after losing to um, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't matter then. Because, like, cause yeah, it didn't matter. And he's already, like, he's already dead. Yep. He's been dead for years. <laughs> like, just keep, kill him some more. I just, I, I remember them getting the most annoyed with The Fiend, where they were, was it Hell in a, it was Hell in a Cell, the pay-per-view, wasn't it? I was what? They just did a Hell in a Cell match on another one. Yep. And I was like, they got him, brought him in, SummerSlam, me and Hamfler. Oh, my God, this is amazing. This is incredible. Like, the, what, the, the, you know, sky's the limit with this guy. And you were like, oh, my God, in the next pay-per-view is Hell in a Cell. Who's he going to kill next? Well, why is he fighting for the world title so fast? Like, you could have just had him do hell in a cell as the fiend, kill someone else, if you want to be like, oh, Seth can't lose the title yet, and just, just wait. <laughs> can't, like you say, just go in, right, we'll put him in a title match. Is he going to win the title? No. What? what? Well, he's going to lose? Well, not really. No, he can't really lose either. Hmm, yeah. interesting. We'll put a toolbox on his head. It's yeah. fine. That, yeah. It'll be fine. What about no one cares. <laughs> what about giant mallet? Yeah, it's quite bad. What about a tiny little sledgehammer? Ooh, more bad. <laughs> we may have to call it off now. <laughs> what, was the, what was the commentary call? He's like, he's trying to impale him and he had the, the comedy hammer. I was like, what? Yeah. I don't know if you know how mallets work. They're not famous for impaling. They are famous for squashing people. <laughs> um, but speaking oh. of uh, comebacks... I wish you could see the expression on his face. <laughs> Rogan! I'm talking about war games. Why did it sound like you said Rogan? <laughs> I thought he said Rogan, Rogan as well. I was like, like what, what the hell are you getting me into here? I don't want to sit here and talk about Joe Rogan for the next 30 minutes. <laughs> Uh, well, War Games is returning for Survivor Series. Your thoughts on this, Adam Nicholas? So obviously an NXT thing mm. for a while, and well, he's just gone like that from NXT, I like that from NXT, and I like that. So that's coming to the main roster. Well, we've already flipped with a bit of UFC patter there, so why not just follow some Nick Diaz? I ain't surprised, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> better beat that one out. Because it's Triple H. Of course he's going to do Triple H stuff, and this actually makes sense, though, right? I mean... NXT, I know it was part of the brand, and I do wonder if that means, I assume, it's no longer going to be an NXT thing ever. I don't know, like, are, are they going to be part of it? What's the exact like specification of it? There is two War Games matches at Survivor Series, so which the, I would just assume that would be men's and women's. Yeah, yeah. Survivor Series, though, that's what I mean. Not like, yeah, 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 yeah. And but it's I not Raw versus SmackDown Exactly, anymore, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, they well, won't be bringing see, in this, NXT. This is the stuff I was most interested in, not that, because I think that's boring, it's been done to yep. death, and even if it... Was working. There's nothing wrong with the change, just to keep it fresh every now and again. I assume that means the NXT stuff's gone, but either way, not a terrible thing, because I think they had... How many times did we see it got to the point, even in NXT, where 
they'd kind of run out of the reasons didn't feel as legit. I didn't think anyway, in my yeah. my opinion. But this is good. I think it's a great match to see it on the big big stage. Though it's going to be super interesting because I think Triple H is going to want to put his stamp on it, and much like most of the things he's done so far, he's going to want the last in the history books, which means a really good war games, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Well, I've already, already seen the you know graphics people have knocked up, and I don't really care who's on the other side of things. But if you've got the bloodline, <laughs> if you've got Roman Usos, yeah, Solo Sokoa, yeah. and Sami Zayn Honorius versus, let's be honest, anyone, anyone literally yeah. anyone, pick a bunch uh, of yeah. faces. It's just I tell you what, what's interesting as well because the last real great war games I remember like really enjoying was the one which Michael Hamlet was in, yeah. in Chicago for. And no coincidence, the Survivor Series yeah. and that were like intertwined. It felt like, a, I don't know why, it just felt perfect. The storytelling at that time had NXT on the main roster as well. Kevin Owens obviously dropping down. It just all felt right. So putting these together just makes sense to me. I don't know why, if it's a branded thing or just the success they had the last time, I would have done this a long time ago. And <laughs> give the people scope who aren't in the War Games matches to use both rings. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, one of the most annoying things ever. You got a ring. We got two rings, but we're only allowed them one. Well, let's keep them one forever. That's fine. Just chuck Ricochet in there. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bounce around all over Nathan the place. Fraser up you, from you, NXT. You, you do feel confident, though, he's going to nail this Triple H. Like, this is, yeah, like, I feel like he kind of has to at this point. Like, War Games has obviously been his little baby in NXT, the thing that he wanted to bring back kind of thing. Um, personally, I can take or leave War Games as a concept mm. generally. I enjoy the matches most of the time, but like, I'm not going to be super excited by someone's shouting War Games at me. Um, you I are think gonna shout be, it. Well, don't <laughs> shout it. But also, what if they were shouting it from inside of a bin when they jumped off the top of a cage? <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Oh, I, mean, that's, I mean, the matches themselves generally come yeah, out really well. Go. Um, I'm definitely a lot more interested in getting rid of Raw versus SmackDown as a concept because that is really tired and really shoehorned in, and it's been really bad for a long time. So I'm glad they're scrapping that completely. I just feel like bringing more games in. If like maybe it'll just be a one-off and it'll just be Survivor Series, and it makes sense for like the Bloodline, and then everybody going yeah. up against the Bloodline, and it's fine for this one thing. But then when it becomes a rolling thing, it just becomes another Hell in a Cell, another TLC, another uh, Extreme Rules, something that you kind of have to shoehorn into your um, calendar <laughs> just because it's coming up, rather than there's an actual feud that warrants it. And that's what I worry about it. But hopefully, maybe it's just one thing, and then next year we'll do something else. Like if you bring back the Deadly Games tournament thing, that'd be oh, a great that idea. That would be an interesting, uh, interesting idea to bring back a different. It doesn't always have to be the same thing, just because yeah. it's that time. But yeah. just a different group kind of aesthetically thing each uh, Survivor Series. Because the five and five games. is is oh. dead. That's fine. But the Deadly Games was goddamn amazing. Like, I love that pay per view so much. Imagine the Michaels losing that little dicks, <laughs> <laughs> seeing the the Deadly Games branding, but it's yeah, the little skull with the but snake. But it's three D and Ooh. it's. Superimposed <laughs> on the screen. Ooh, that would be unreal. Yeah, I think, and it's not. I'm not ruling this out because it's no longer red versus blue. I was very happy that we're not getting red versus blue anymore. But this is the one year where I was like, oh, I would quite like to see the Intercontinental Champion versus the US Champion for <laughs> once true. because that'd be a tasty affair. But that I'd mean like that to see the Universal Champion versus the World Champion as well. <laughs> That'd be pretty. That would have been fascinating. <laughs> I, I, I wish Simon Miller had got his wish of watching <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Jack's <laughs> notes Roman Reigns. <laughs> I think as well, if you are going to do the bloodline on one side, I think on the other side, you need a veteran of war games. So Pat McAfee needs to be involved. There you go. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Owens needs to be involved because Sammy's on the other side. <laughs> tell, yes. me, tell me when you tell lies, you know what I mean? <laughs> this guy's telling only facts on this pod. Well, that's a lovely way of me to segue into switching gears slightly to uh, AEW and CM Punk, who, by all reports, or at least Wade Keller's <laughs> PWTorch.com report, it appears to be done with AEW. Um 
don't be sad that it's over. Be be glad that it happened, Phil. Hey, he only appears to be done. Mm. <laughs> never say never in this crazy world of wrestling. Some people still think it's all a big work. And, I, and that's no, me yeah, saying yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> Ronda Rousey's one of them. Um, <laughs> 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 he did say this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ronda. Oh, Ronda. Oh, what Ronda. are you like, eh? You little scum. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you've just got to sit and wait for this to play out. It's a ridiculous situation, obviously, that they've got themselves into. I think it's obviously a massive loss to AEW. I'm pretty sure Tony Khan is scrambling to try and figure out a way of solving this problem. And it's not signing more in. people, Tony. It's just definitely to let you not know. signing more. Yeah, but you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've had enough. Yeah, you've got enough there. But yeah, it's going to be a huge loss for them. And it's sad that it kind of ended like this. It's, it, 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 to be fair, it's an incredible story. The amount of time he was off, the desperation that people wanted to bring CM Punk back and then it ends like this. Oh, it's, okay. a, it's a hell of a roller coaster of a ride that he took us on. What I'd like to do is a little tie in here is because we were just talking about Survivor Series and we obviously know what happened with CM Punk and it's all been a bit mad, hasn't it, since that press conference. But if the red and blue stuff hadn't been happening for all those years, we wouldn't have had all the memes where it was like, this is the AEW locker room after CM Punk did the presser, and you remember when SmackDown invaded Raw, <laughs> yeah. and they were like bursting into the locker rooms and just beating one dude up. That was exactly it. We got loads of that. It was wonderful. And if we hadn't have had all those years of revenue, <laughs> what would we have done with that? But uh, on a more serious note, though, yeah, the Punk stuff is not surprising. I have to say, like, I can't do that bit again, can I? So, <laughs> But um, I think it's... He's such a... Like divisive guy to begin with anyway. If you love him, you are f- like a fierce, staunch defender yeah. of him. If you hate him, you really, really hate him. I think that's how it tends to be with Punk. But it, uh, people saying that this wasn't a good, or this was like the most overhyped run or whatever. Yeah, what? What are you on about? Like literally, what are you talking about? Like even if this is it, that is one of the wildest years <laughs> in professional wrestling. Like from top to bottom, good, bad, ugly, all of it. Yeah. Like, Mostly, the stuff he actually did in ring was unreal. My to this day, I think where from where for me personally, where it all went wrong, guys. If we were all just paying attention, old man Punk was great. It was a really good story they were telling. I don't think he was ready to win the title off Page. Hangman Page says stayed the champ for a little bit longer than he mm-hmm. should have. Not that I've ever mentioned that on this podcast before. <laughs> and it all started to go wrong after you took Cowboy off the off the title. In my personal opinion, although we have seen the elevation of John Moxie to. My favourite heights ever. So maybe maybe it was all Did also see a great meme about that this week, which was I think it was a shot from Cody when he was like brawling in the crowd with with Seth, I assume. And it was like Renee Baguette when she sees Moxley wins the world title again and they're meant to be going on holiday. <laughs> no, no, I can't. Unreal. Actually, can we just say have we have we, have we talked about this yet? Can I just shout out because I loved the Moxley curb stomp that he did. Oh, Loved it. Really loved it. Like, just a little wink and nod. He hasn't done anything like that. No, exactly. <laughs> it was nice to see that. It yeah. really was. I, I, until I see the piece of paper that says he's done, I'm always going to hold out, hold, the, hold a candle for him. Because I, I, I think you're right. I think it was, it's been a sensational run in AEW. Oh, unbelievable. The, the MJF storyline, genuinely best, the best thing they've ever done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so good. Well, maybe not better than Kenny Page for me, but was... But the actual like yeah. week to week, I'd yeah. say definitely week to week, maybe definitely. It was so good, and uh, yeah, just look at like what Powerhouse Hobbs has got to say about Punk. I think for you know, yes, I'm sure other people who might have the polar opposite to say about <laughs> him, but he clearly has been beneficial to certain people yeah. in that locker room. 
And, you know, we did this podcast yesterday. Um, you go and check it out. Me and, me and the Dadleys talking all about Punk potentially being finished with AEW and missed opportunities and things like that. And now, like, I know he's been on backstage, but that wasn't a WWE thing and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> now, and I know it's a gimmick that I do, but I've never been more... So you're telling me there's a chance. I know it's trips. It's not like, well, Vince is gone, and now CM Punk's best friend's in charge of WWE. But, like, just the the, the opportunity potentially for him to set the record straight on him, just him as a person, the opportunity to get that Mania main event whenever it may be, the opportunity, <coughs> arguably, to stick it to... Omega and the books now. Like, I, tell I, don't you know, what. I, don't care, go, go, I don't care what your driving force behind it is. It's become, like, it's gone from half a percent to one percent <laughs> in terms of the chance of it actually happening. But it's, Still doubled. it's increased. Speaking of cents, dollars and cents yes. is what's yeah. going to get him over there. Because I think he's had a realization where, in his head, I think that's part of him thinks he's going to that press conference to drop all them truths. And everyone's going to be like... Yeah, <laughs> all right, <laughs> yeah. And then in fact, it's like, wait a minute, I'm the heel? What the, what's, happening? what's happening here? Everybody hates me. Uh, and I think he needs to go, uh, now more than ever, if there's a company who understands and will appreciate dollars and cents, it's that company. It's the one that's literally, will will literally stab anyone in the back to make dollars and cents. <laughs> yeah. In his included, we should yep. point out, his real bad back at one point. Um <laughs> And I, I, I don't even know if he'd be motivated by spite. I just think that's how it's his character. If he thinks he's still got a story to tell, you have to go where you can go. And he's not going to go anywhere that isn't the major player, is he? Mm, I don't yeah. think. Um, and he's realized that he can still go yeah. as well, like through all that's this. Like yes, a lot of the point. reservations about coming back is like, can I still do this? Mm-hmm. It's been seven years. I'd honestly say at this point, it's more of a question of would they have him? Like, yeah. Yeah. do they need him? I don't know. Is it, is it worth it? Like, it, they take him. But, yeah, but it's a risk it, for the locker room. The locker room's like, in a good place right now. This is now. true. Yeah. This is very just true. Triple H wants to put his stamp on it. And what's more powerful than saying yeah. no to CM Punk is pretty <laughs> good. But also, this is another nice segue to more of the internet patter. Where hey. did you see this thing about basically AEW just slowly picking up everybody who was ever on WWE backstage? <laughs> yes, I did see <laughs> CM Punk, Page. The only one they haven't got, I think, at this point is Renee Young. They got. CM Punk, they got Pierce, Adam Cole, Samoa Joe. Yeah, Joe, yeah, of course. They'll never get Booker T <laughs> because he doesn't want to be gone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fascinating. I love that Tony Khan just went, yeah, I'll have that. It is fun. <laughs> Though in wrestling, if there's anyone to open up a spite star, it's going to be CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's very true. Oh, man, imagine if he opened up, well, it wouldn't be a spite one, but just that after all that muffin patter. <laughs> he opens up his own bakery. And That's his next. And it's named something really like spiteful towards the books. Like, yeah, oh, I'll be great at that. <laughs> As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. 
We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Uh, Nicholas mentioned uh, mentioned Grand Slam. Obviously, there is now a new uh, world champion in AEW, John Moxley, three-time world champion. Um, the right call for you at Grand Slam? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think I think he's probably going to lose it quite quickly. I don't think it's going to be as long a run as he has had, let's say. And I think it's going to go to MJF at some point. And I think it's absolutely logical that that happens. Um, and I think it's more interesting to let him do that now that he's had all his runs, um, let him go on holiday for a bit, let him have some goddamn time off, uh, and then keep Brian as the guy who's never, the only guy in the Blackpool Combat Club who's never won a belt in oh. AEW, uh, or Ring of Honor, I guess, but they're both pretty much the same thing at this point, let's face it. Uh, and I think that story is a great one to tell going forward. Love that. I mean, I love the Brian bit. You mentioned this, I think it was last week or whatever it was, and I love that. I, I'd have them do that for as long as possible, mm-hmm. and I'd have tiny little comments from people for weeks yeah. and months about every feud he has with anybody who isn't in the Blackpool Combat Club. I want them talking about that. And eventually I want to lose his mind. Yeah, and the and viciousness be, in ring that come out through it. The new, new Brian Danielson. <laughs> we love, love quite in the office, in, in our office. Yeah. I love the idea of like, you've had a championship. Yeah. You've <laughs> had a championship. You know, you've had a championship. <laughs> I want like all the wrestlers to be putting Brian stuff in jelly. In the <laughs> <laughs> just to wind him up in the locker room, which has never won anything. Be amazing. I, uh, ju- I just realised as well, in your point on the curb stomp, on the one week where... Uh, Rollins can't execute a curb stop because yeah. Bobby Lashley's like, too strong. Yep, sorry. He's I'm like, here's how you do great, it. Great spot, by the way. Really Love good that spot. spot. Um, with Moxie, though, you mentioned there that he's probably going to lose it quick. I wouldn't have him lose it now, I don't think, uh, real quick. I, I think MGF is 100% the right choice, but I don't think to just to like take it off Mox again super quick now. I think that he's got a little problem there that Tony Khan needs to figure out because... Yeah. I think that's the reason he didn't lose to Brian, for starters, because I think it would have just been weird if he lost. Like, his back-to-back losses against Punk and Brian wouldn't have been great for him, obviously. Um, But then that doesn't get any better if he just beats Brian and then loses to MJF, like, pretty quickly. I think there needs to be 
drawn out. And, and Max is pretty good in that. Max. And MGF is pretty good <laughs> in that role of just sitting around and waiting. I mean, I could do with a lot less camera cuts to him. Oh, my I, I God. Got, I got yes. the gist. Who the hell was there? Kevin Dunn. Jesus Spe- Guest spotting for the night. <laughs> what else can we get from WWE? I thought, I honestly thought, <laughs> no. I, was, I thought I was being really picky. Like, I was watching it at home going, oh, God, am I being like an arsehole? I keep yeah. showing him too much. <laughs> Came into the office. God, no. <laughs> just everyone was shooting off. And it was like, yeah, I feel justified now. This is good. I felt weird watching that show. I don't know what it was. I think... <clears throat> I think it was a combination of factors, uh, one of which was I was thinking, got to give it to Danielson. Uh, and I'll let it play out, but I I think they should have put it on Brian Danielson, if I'm perfectly honest. But I can see the storyline that you've, you've just laid out there going forward. Um, but it also was the very Khan-esque decision to do three in- interference finishers and three interrupted promos back to back to back on this show, and I ju- it just took me completely out of it. So, in spite of the facts, and let's talk about it now, that you had this wonderful moment of the acclaimed winning the tag team titles. Finally, uh, I don't know, I, I, it was a surreal experience. I felt guilty going online afterward, after the Dynamite, because I'm looking at everyone going, this show is amazing, and I just didn't quite feel it, despite some great work across the board, really. Yeah, I 100% get where you're at with it. It's like, it's, it's, again, those things of the sort of diminished returns when you just do it over and over and over again. And when you do get, like, a run like that, it's like, it, it's, it, it, does, it takes something away from it. And it's like, and you're like, oh, again. And then the next time it's like, oh, again. And it's like, that thing that should be a happy moment is just slightly diminished because it wasn't clean. And it, like, kind of didn't really need to not be clean <laughs> at that I point. I cannot, like, I... Someone might need to explain it to me who's more intelligent. But and I I've loved the the acclaimed daddy ass relationship. Yeah. It just that the, the I get it. You want to be involved. He did the fear mass thing again. The go hey, the it just it just it didn't didn't do it for me, man. No, really it didn't, didn't feel do like it for he me. needed to be involved in that. Yeah. On, a, on a show where I felt like there was a lot of that. I felt like there was a lot of things that especially I if you're trying to cement them as a face yeah, as well. Like it exactly. was not, wasn't that long ago that they turned face. Yeah, yeah if like, anyone's trying to like sort of. Capture it. You've got to. You've got to look back at the previous and think, man. Everybody was going wild for them at all, like, and they just didn't pull the trigger on them. Yeah. And like, and they had such a good match. And that's. It's hard to know that in the moment. Lord, I still don't think calling audible on the night would have been the right call. But yeah. I just think. Plus, no one would have remembered it. No, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Of, yeah, that's very true. It all would have disappeared. But it just felt like we wanted it to be so good. We wanted all yeah. of these things that were on that show, we wanted them to be good and the expectations were high because it's Grand Slam and they tell us it's going to be yep. the best show ever. And then ultimately, I, f- I felt myself with most of them wanting it more than actually was happening on the night. Uh, the main event was weird because it just got rushed off. Yeah. It. Didn't even get to see him get the belt put on him, which was weird. Yep. Um, but I would have, the one reason that I, I want, I think I actually wanted Mox uh, deep down, just because I think he deserves to be like, held in that high regard. But I love this narrative where Brian ends up picking up the belt every time CM Punk does something stupid in the company. Like that was floating around. It's like happened in Ring of Honor, I think, happened in WWE, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, happened yeah, again yeah, in yeah. AEW. You're not going to get that chance again. That yeah, was a that real moment there in time where it was like, there's a lovely bit of uh, chemistry, yeah. chemistry symmetry for yeah, you yeah, yeah. three times in a row. But never mind. John Moxie's the champ. Everything's <laughs> fine, everybody. And Don't worry. A huge deserved peppy. Uh, for the acclaim, becoming the tag team champions. Excited to see what they do next. Mm. What do you make of Chris Jericho, Ring of Honor world champion? Or more importantly, the Ocho. The Ocho. This is the most Chris Jericho thing I've <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> ever. And you know what it is? I don't even... Begrudge him. Uh, I don't begrudge him. Because it, 
Because in the grand scheme of things, and this is absolutely not, please don't come and mention Ring of Honor diehards. In the grand <laughs> scheme of things, Chris Jericho winning that belt is not Chris Jericho winning the All Elite Wrestling Championship in this company. Yet. Yes. And that's not just me saying that. That is Tony Khan, the way he's presented <laughs> like, a lot of this stuff. That's how he's that's how he's made me see it. But, yeah, uh, it's w- should he have been the first person to beat? Was he the first man to beat Claudio? Oh, full stop. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Because I think Claudio so. might have lost in a... Bigger match, am I thinking? Was he part of the? It's certainly singles, know, probably. No, single. he wasn't. He wasn't part of the, the team that lost to Jericho and that was he there when it was Mox and he hadn't Did he joined come down at that to make point. The save? Yeah, no, he hadn't joined at that point when they lost the first match, right? Had he? And then he Brian was injured from the previous, so couldn't do the match. Then he comes in. And then I think that's yeah. the first person to beat Claudio. Yeah, Correct me if I'm wrong. Get in my mentions, whoever. <laughs> at, at, it's Adam Nicholas. But should that have been the guy? I don't know. But as soon as I saw Jericho and him were going towards, I was like. They're not going to have Jericho lose. That's it's Jericho. Why would he lose? And if he does, there's going to have to be something really specific happens here. Um, but I think the one thing is it makes that narrative, doesn't it? That's that it's all for the Daniel Garcia narrative, which is the one saving grace. Jericho wins by cheating, which is the most um, unhonorable sport. <laughs> no, yeah, unhonorable sports entertainment like yeah. hijacking of this pure belt in the world ever. And then you got uh, Daniel Garcia, who is the pure champion. You're yeah. like, okay, this this is a good it's a good fit. This. Is yeah. that what it's called? The PR? Is it the PR, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a PR. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just so looking yeah. at cage match. You don't count the casino ladder match, which is not yeah. in the yeah. singles yeah. action. Uh, the last person to beat Claudio prior to uh, Chris Jericho was, of course, Happy Corbin in under four minutes. There, it is. there <laughs> of course, it is. There it is. So he was the first. Technically. Yeah. I don't think c- Asuka didn't count that battle royal. No, so no, no. Yeah, he's not true. counting the casino ladder match. Yeah, I thought this was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> to start the show as well, I was like, we oh, oh, here we go. Open the show as well. Open the, the show. As soon as I was like, Being oh, we're in for a weird night. <laughs> of course, Jericho was, because he's always got that thing in his head of, I'm not on first, I better be on last. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Doing it in the unhonorable way for the Ring of Honor title. Uh, and I think it's. I think it makes more sense if you take the like tournament loss to Daniel Bryan out of the equation, which obviously wasn't supposed to happen because yeah. the tournament yes. was only there because of unforeseen circumstances. Like If you take that out, it kind of makes the logical progression of this Daniel Garcia story. Like, like he beat Danielson, he's beaten um, Claudio, like going through the Blackpool Combat Club, like proving that sports entertainment's better than pure wrestling and things and fighting over Daniel Garcia's soul. Uh, but just the moment it happened was just, I genuinely laughed out loud. <laughs> it was like, ah, I was See not him. expecting See it him. at all. And then it happened and he pinned him, one, two, three. And it was kind of, there was no like big kickouts of finishes or anything. There was no like huge no. build up to the finish. And it then there the, it was. It was the thing of, so obviously they did it throughout. He's like, tried to kick him in the bollocks once, gets yeah. caught. Yeah. Tries to hit him with Floyd the Bats, mm. gets stopped. And you're like, okay, cool. So Claudio wins. And then Jericho goes, you know, I can be really good. I can either pure, yeah, the pure title. I'm going to go after that. Oh, Daniel Garcia's got it. Oh, well, that's all good. But, uh, and, then, and then he just went, whoop, kicking the bollocks. Judas effect. Yep, one, two, three, and I was like, Literally, what? what? <laughs> because of the Judas effect being so protected by Jericho as well. Yeah. R.I.P. Andrade's elbow, by the way. Oh. Far superior. Oh. Um <laughs> As soon as he kicks him in the balls and hits him with the elbow, I'm like, well, that's like being hit by a one truck and then another truck hits you on the way down the road. So, I mean, if you kick out of this, you are going all the way to the top, baby. He did not kick out of this. <laughs> he did uh, not. Nevertheless, one of the undisputed highlights of uh, of Grand Slam was the arrival of Soraya Soraya, the former page <laughs> in AEW. Um, I said this to you on the news this morning and uh, you said it yourself as well. All this is just lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Just really nice. She's was, back, potentially back wrestling, and just her reaction to the reaction tells you all you need to know. 
Yeah, absolutely. Great moment. I loved the pop from it, like the way that the music came on and the like videos, but like then when the name hit and that just eruption from the crowd, I was like, ah, oh, yes, here we go. Uh, I just love those moments in general, like genuine like chills kind of thing watching it. It's like, this is absolutely fantastic. And then like just the look on her face and just being happy to sort of be back out there. And we know Paige's Pizzeria's story is long and storied and uh, with many ups and downs and it's been a long, long, long time coming this that she's been desperately trying to get cleared. And we still don't know whether she is cleared or not. Oh, yeah. Well, we kind of have to assume that she will be going for it. I'll tell you what, if she's not. If she's not, that's a big disappointment. There's going to be some angry fans. Somebody's so have a word with commentary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she yeah. can go. Somebody's <laughs> have a word with Taz, definitely. But in terms of just that moment, that pop, that reaction that she got, and then immediately setting it up for a Brit Baker feud as well is absolutely perfect because like that kind of thing it doesn't need to be the title straight away it's a perfect thing like they're pumping your two biggest stars in the division going at it at some point whenever it might be hopefully uh, it's all just absolutely perfect I love it huge shot in the arm for the women's division yes. of AEW as well massive especially because you keep breaking Brit Baker's nose <laughs> stop doing it as soon as I saw them land on her face yeah. I was like oh, oh no, that's bad not again not again <laughs> I loved all this. Uh, you know, there's nothing better when you're catching up on this at the early hours of the morning before work, and you get this mad pop, and you're in a flat, and it's just. I managed to watch it spoiler free as well, which yeah, helps same, with something same. like that. Well, actually, f- first of all, kudos, kudos, kudos to them for not actually having this spoiled. Like, did anybody? No, anybody yeah, no, on earth know that this was happening? <laughs> and also, like, you're right there, Phil. The the way they did it with the video, where I love it when they get that right. When it's yeah. like, don't just do it immediately. Have the music hit. We don't know who it is, and then it goes. Yeah. It's just like the way you can film it as well, like cutting out yeah. that wide shot of the and crowd, you get, and you're just waiting for yeah. the eruption. Get the pops, imagine if it had just been Roman Reigns' confused face. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> you, get, you get the expression. Yeah, imagine that, man. Good grief. Thank you, cameramen of WWE. <laughs> or like instead of, I don't know, Edge's first spear back in the ring, you just uh, cut Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> Sorry, Shut up. if you're that person, I do apologize. It's not your fault. Uh, no, it is your fault. <laughs> you and your stupid, so goddamn happy. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what I will say is, though, I can't be the only one who's going, ah, oh, please don't, don't mess this up, man. Because yeah. the women's division, it's, you know, we've said it again. Okay, it's bo- it gets boring. We have to keep saying it, but mm-hmm. it hasn't been what we want it to be yet. Yeah, it's certainly got better, like drastically better. And there are some excellent, excellent women's wrestlers in there. I just want to see them get a chance to do it all the time. That would be great. And hopefully, this is maybe one of the things that will help them get over that line. Yeah, I really hope that. Obviously, she's got a huge, huge following coming, like stepping out of WWE. But if that actually moves the needle in terms of ratings, and the first time, like she's back on Dynamite like next week or yeah. something that segment gets a big spike. That's like something that Tony yes, Khan can't ignore. can't ignore that. And that so, should get some time yeah. on, the, on television. And then you're like, oh, I can give these people time and they will get ratings and it will be fine. I don't have to ignore them each but week. we'll say this. The one thing I'm going to miss, I love Paige's theme in uh, yeah, WWE. Yeah, it was good. It was such a banger. And I hope this was, I didn't, re- I was so lost in the pop that I didn't yeah. even, don't even think I took in what our music no. sounded like, but I'm looking forward to finding that out again. Whisper it. You may get two matches on Dynamite going forward Whoa. soon. That's crazy talk. <laughs> crazy talk. Well, Willborn. enough of all that. It's now time for a bloody good quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by Bob Van Slam. Hey. Nice. You want your name associated with the hashtag bloody good quiz. All you need to do is subscribe to What Culture Wrestling and leave us a review on there. Preferably five stars. Uh, Bob hasn't gone for that. Uh, Bob Ben for one star. But, um, so Bob listens, is that? 
Bob, right, imagine this first word of your review of a podcast. You're not forced to listen to, by the way. Meh. AEW <laughs> a- shills. AEW <laughs> doesn't have any DQs because a majority of their matches are no DQ garbage matches or the refs don't actually implement the rules to the wrestlers, which is apparently tag team wrestling matches. Cool, thanks for that, Bob. Uh, <laughs> once again... And I'm going to do this now every time this happens. Once again, Phil and I find ourselves being chastised <laughs> for something <laughs> we didn't do. <laughs> because who are we talking about here? This isn't me. That's not me and Phil related. No, no, no. This is you and Hamlet and Sidgwick <laughs> yeah. and your little haters on Read it out here <laughs> where Hamlet and Sidgwick yeah. can't hear it. Yeah, he's getting his <laughs> hair like out here. Yeah, we were very defensive of Monday Night Raw this week in a barrage of abuse from one side of these desks. <laughs> And I, let me tell you, it's always fun being the mediator for those two. Because they're obviously two fonts of knowledge. Is that the right phrase? They're just very intelligent. They're both very old, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Hamlet's really old. Yes. Cedric's yeah. just got one year closer, but still. Indeed. Um, but when we sat down to review Grand Slam, and like I say, I felt weird about it. Lo- a lot of people loved it, and that's, that's you know, that's it's all subjective. When Hamlet said, I think I enjoyed Raw more than Dynamite this week. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, well, I'm going to have to separate a fight in a minute. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this week's quiz. Just before you read out what the quiz is about, like me and Nicholas have a little bit, not a bet, but like something riding on this podcast do, as a that's whole, true, really. Yeah. And so do you, Weldon Wilborn, because we said earlier that you wanted to go to the pub after this, and yeah. we would only join you if you do a good job today. Okay, how am I doing after that intro song? Well, you know, we'll see. There's room for improvement, let's see. You want your coat on, that's not a good yeah, sign. Well, me and Phil, basically, we, we've agreed that. Me and Phil are going regardless. <laughs> right. It's whether you're allowed whether to you're whether you're, where we're going. Whether you're <laughs> following. The, Where are you going, guys? Whether you're uh, guys, the, slow down. Whether you get sent the correct location, however. I do is love a the mental image of you two on a tandem riding up yeah. to the sunset. <laughs> You've already said Phil, Peace. Phil's going to put me in the little basket on front of his bike. <laughs> Like like E.T. <laughs> as we zip off to the pub. Well, <laughs> There's a lot riding on this quiz. So no pressure at all. And obviously, I think what, what we would like, and we'll get this up hopefully before we've left, Yeah, I'd like some instantaneous feedback online. If anyone can be bothered, just tell us whether he deserves it or not. Like, and you'll, well, you'll know very soon. Yes. I guess it depends which contributor he stole this quiz from. Yeah, it's true. It's not a stolen quiz. Oh, he's what? worked today. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Is it something you wrote like five years ago? Uh... You can't steal your own work from five <laughs> years ago, Phil. It is, though, a combo quiz. combo Five questions about Soraya, or more specifically, five questions about Paige. Right. Yeah, just tells me you couldn't think of ten, but... Okay. And Adam, five questions... Adam, <laughs> ...about bunnies. No, uh, five questions <laughs> about Jesus. mystery reveals. Okay. Okay, we, we, oh, you can don't. actually pick which, which quiz you want first. So you think because you think you're going to try... Oh, okay. And, oh, no, hang on. Oh, well, let's, 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 let's call this what it is, Phil. He thinks he's going to show off by doing what is two quizzes, in his yeah. words. I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> that's not two quizzes. That's Half. two halves of a quiz, <laughs> yeah. which is one quiz. <laughs> I want the order to alternate between... Yes, that's uh, what I would like as well. Okay. Yeah. Good, good choice. <laughs> I'm glad. Please, that's I'm why we're <laughs> on the tandem. <laughs> and you're in the <laughs> bin. Somehow make this out of home. Uh, right. Question one is about a, a page. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What could possibly go wrong here? Multiple the choice. pressure's getting to them already. <laughs> Multiple choice. 
Shouting name, wait for me to come to you. And remember, okay. it's well, it's normally just for fun. <laughs> it's just There's for a lot more riding on it. It's still fun for us today. <laughs> uh, question number one Which family member was Paige's first recorded match alongside as part of a tag team? Mother, father, brother, or uncle? Ooh, Nicholas. Ooh. I don't want to know this. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the film either. Normally, so I don't normally know the question. Yeah, yeah, normally you'd be like, "Well, it's gonna rule out." It's the, the, Anything goes. I'm going to say, <laughs> "Uncle." No, dear, that's yes. wrong. Mother, father, or brother, Phil? Uh, Who's she tagging with? I don't know. Do you want to know? I want to go with the of. mother, but I also know it's the Knight family, and they're a bit weird. <laughs> I think she was 13 when she first wrestled yeah. somewhere. I think it might be brother. You know, mm. I think it's. I thought it was brother or uncle. That was the two I had in mind. Screw you, I'm going, mother. Okay. <laughs> mother? Yep. Yay! Hey! Never listen to Nicholas is, uh, <laughs> is the motto we take away from this. Uh, question number two. Um, going to take you back to the mystery reveal of... Hang on, on second. Who stole the... Egg! <laughs> the Cleopatra egg. Remember that from Survivor Series? Oh, no. Oh. Is The Rock going to show up? <laughs> well, sort of. A, co- a, a member of the cast of Rock's most recent film is going to show up. Which member? The egg. Uh, so I like that this was of the basis that the, the company they were working with to, pr- to pr- do the showing promotion or whatever just weren't happy with them just <laughs> mentioning it. Like, what else can we do? Well, we've got this egg. <laughs> <laughs> just, a re- just a reminder, the, the reveal of that was it was Austin Theory who stole the egg. And what was his punishment? A world title match. Yeah. You were, you it was were, a different time. Yeah, it was a very different time. I would have only been into the egg properly if Danny DeVito had been the one backstage <laughs> giving the egg out to whoever needed it Fair. in this trying time. I would watch that. Yeah, me too. Why get, isn't Danny DeVito more invest, wrestling? Actually? Get the trash man in Yeah, WWE. get him in. I saw a thing about him. I'm not sure if it was a recent podcast thing or not. <laughs> we do great quizzes, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> but it was it, it was about him, I think, taking his own anchovies or something. To put, <laughs> he used to put on pizza. And I was like, That's you do know you don't have to play your character from It's Always Sunny all the time, don't you? I did a joke going absolutely bonkers on Twitter. Yes, I was just about to mention this. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> he was live tweeting. Uh, it was a new film or TV show that he did. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was happening, but no, he had not told anyone. He was live tweeting. <laughs> so it just looked like he was having a mental breakdown. <laughs> Just like 10 to 15 to 20 tweets of all, just like very random, no context. Really, really random. It was oh, so funny. Man. I that up. Oh, very, very funny. Uh, so anyway. Funny from the fact that nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. Not funny that people have mental breakdowns. Oh, exactly. Just funny from the, anyway, the elements. Back to the... Hey. It was wild. <laughs> How much was Vince McMahon's Cleopatra egg allegedly oh, worth? Is it a million dollars? Ten million dollars, a hundred million dollars, or two hundred million dollars. Phil, go on, Phil. They're not going to go too mad with this. One million. Keep it casual. I think you're no, wrong. Yeah, you you are aware who this company is, right? <laughs> oh, there's only fifteen people at the show. One million people <laughs> attended. Um, I was thinking nine, so I'm going to go with ten. No, dear, hundred million. million. Ah, you goddamn idiot. Stupid <laughs> painted egg. <laughs> um, who ended Paige's undefeated streak in NXT? Oh, Was it right. Sasha Banks, Summer Rae, Emma, or Alicia Fox? Oh. And I don't know why, but I had Summer Rae in my oh, head. No, so I'm going to go with Summer Rae. Yay! Hey, what a waste. <laughs> <laughs> She the announcer. She like jumped her or something, didn't she? What a waste. 
Oh, I won't even take that back. I will not take that back. He paid you one hand, <laughs> summer A. And I mean this metaphorically, you creeps. <laughs> come on. Come on, what are we doing here? Question four. Uh, which of these men were never a member of Aces and Eights in oh, TNA? Oh, Jesus Christ, man. Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, me. Us? Mr. Anderson... Austin Aries, Lever Bates, or D'Lo Brown. Uh, I realise I said which Nicholas. of these men. I might say which of these people. <laughs> Nicholas, I don't know. That's bad on you. We'll, we'll let you go with that one. Hey, this isn't going to work out for his pints. No, this, this is not looking good. I don't know, but I think it would be funny that Austin Aries wasn't in it. So there you go. I don't know. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lever Bates helped kidnap Sting, I think, or yep, something. Yeah, that sounds of about course. right. <laughs> I feel like Austin Aries might have been on the outside like, hey guys, can I, can I? Nope. No, you cannot play. Everyone know who you are, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Lever Bates kidnapped me once, except she was dressed as some weird crab creature. Was that in, uh, in, uh, in New York? Yeah. The Kaiju thing. Yeah. Hey, that's big pretty cool. You can see that on, you can. online. On, I remember. On Culture Wrestling. Online. On, on, online. On, on our YouTube internet. channel. On that thing that pays yeah. for our jobs. What um, do we do again? I remember you telling <laughs> us about this because we all split off, I think, when we went to New York. Uh, and I remember it, we, I, didn't, I don't sleep on flights, so I hadn't slept for about 30 odd hours. And the next day, I woke up quite early because we were going to the, uh, what's it called? Not Starcast. The, the, the WrestleCon. Yeah, WrestleCon. There he is. And, uh, and you were like, yeah, yeah, so I got kidnapped by like a crab creature and thrown in the back of a car last night. I was like, what happened to you? Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, me and Chris just we went to the Ghostbusters uh, <laughs> fire station. I knew, I knew we were in for a weird night when me and Murray were getting the uh, subway across to the first event, uh, which was on that night. I can't remember what it was. But actually, turns out, um, kind of scared Takeshita was on that show. Was it? We, we watched him on that show, but obviously I had no idea who he was at the time, so... But apparently he was on that show. What was it called again? DDT. DDT. No, I'm trying to think of the venue. I'm trying to remember. It's oh, like the famous venue, isn't it? Venue um, is, yeah. Anyway, not relevant. The funny part was on that subway across, I was looking at Andy Murray as he was, we're both going across, and he, I, I was just have deep in thought, but I looked at him, and he was just gazing off into nothingness, and then he just started weirdly smiling. Like, <laughs> but, like, but it was like a no teeth smile, if that makes sense. He's just like, his mouth was moving, <laughs> and he was just gazing off into nothing. And I was like, I was like, you all right? What's, what's, like, what are you laughing at? And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's completely oblivious to what was going on. His brain had shut down entirely. I don't know where he was, but it looked like a really good time. Uh, okay, uh, question number five. <laughs> what job other than wrestler did Paige say she wanted to do? Was wanted it? to do or, yeah, or did. No, wanted to wanted do. To do. Teacher? Policewoman, zoologist, or flight attendant? Interesting. Ooh, Phil. Ooh. Although I don't know. I think it's between one of two. It I might be between one of four. <laughs> one of two. I'm going to go with teacher. Ooh. No, dear, oh. that's wrong. I think you put flight attendant in there. Becky Lynch used to be a flight attendant. So, what's the other two? Policewoman or zoologist? Both. I'd say great choices in terms of for me to have to guess. Yes. <laughs> I'll let you read into which ones are which. Uh, I wanted to be a zoologist, so why not? I don't want it to be a policewoman. Yay! Hey! Yeah, that was, that was the other one that I had it Always between. go with your gut. Yeah. 
Always listen to Nicholas. That's what I think the motto is of this podcast. <laughs> and if you're wondering how well the quiz is going so far, we're at the halfway point and it's all tied up. So excellent. Pretty just just the way we like so it. Far. Yeah, yeah, uh, oh, you'll like this question. Hang on, not that. You <laughs> can't, you <laughs> can't. Six. Here we go. What, according to at least the something I read on whatculture.com, uh, what was originally planned to be in Eric Rowan's cage? <laughs> you remember it was a spider? I uh, do remember the spider, Drew yes. McIntyre killed? Yeah. yeah. The giant soft toy spider, yeah. let's have it right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't an actual spider. <laughs> Let's call us what it is. Yes, here. quite right. Uh, so, what was originally planned to be in there? Was it a doggy rat? Uh, was it a baby? Was it <laughs> a dragon? Or a Bray Wyatt puppet from the Firefly Funhouse? I am uh, incredibly what you shocked that Hornswoggle isn't on that list. No, <laughs> that's a really good idea. <laughs> what were they again? A doggy rat. <laughs> A baby, <laughs> a dragon, <laughs> or a, a puppet from Ray White's Firefly Funhouse. I like some uh, of the other right, options yeah, that I read about was nothing. Oh, that didn't go <laughs> <out> well. <laughs> nothing in it. Which is ironically what, <laughs> what was actually happening for weeks and weeks. Yes. <laughs> or the other one was just a camera. And I was like, what? <laughs> I got no clue. I will go for this. because I don't have a clue either. I'm just... I like the idea of them trying to have a baby in there <laughs> and this baby not causing a ruckus somehow. <laughs> uh, not that I want anything bad to happen to babies. Just, just a really well-behaved Yeah, baby. really well-behaved, <laughs> well-cut and shot moment, mm. yeah, where the baby was literally in for a second. Mm-hmm. Why not a baby? Eric Rowan's weird little bearded baby. Ooh. Ooh. Could have been good. No, dear, that's uh, wrong. What's the point? <laughs> what's the, <laughs> what's the point? point? I'm going to go with a dirty rat. A dirty rat. Why not? Yay! Hey! Well, how is that better than a baby? <laughs> <laughs> how is it better than a spider? A bearded baby, man. Just think about that for a minute. Uh, back to Paige. Three, two to fill. Question seven. Who didn't Paige face en route to become the inaugural NXT Women's Champion? Emma, Alicia Fox, Aksana, or Tamina? He loves putting Alicia Fox in there so he can do the voice, doesn't he? He does. Uh, Tamina. Tamina. Ain't nobody meaner Ain't nobody than Tamina. Tamina. No, nah. dear, that's wrong. Well. in the first round. <laughs> Who's my options? Uh, Emma. Oh, you know what it is? I, I, I don't know. I, I can't. Uh, they don't know. I don't remember. I'm going to go with Alicia Fox because you keep saying a stupid name like that. No, dear, go. that's uh, wrong. Right into my trap. Trap. She fought Tamina. Then Alicia Fox, and then obviously Emma. In yeah, the I remember Exana. the Emma being the one of the uh, Exana was on the other side of the bracket. Uh, I don't remember seeing Exana. I don't remember facing Exana at some point, which is why I thought to mean it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you remember when uh, Vince McMahon <laughs> got uh, exploded uh, in the car? Yeah, I remember. Which they obviously oh, had to, what happened there? They had to, uh, he he died. died. Blew up in a limo, and then they obviously had a wreck on it all. Mm. Um, but I read the thing about who was set to replace Vince McMahon after he got exploded in storyline, and it was another McMahon after he got exploded. Not Shane or Steph, but was it Kenneth McMahon, Roderick McMahon, Wilfred McMahon, or Montgomery McMahon? Bill. <laughs> Kenneth. Uh, no, dear, uh, that's wrong. I want it to be Montgomery so bad. <laughs> I don't think it is. You've got Roderick, Wilfred, or Montgomery. They're all crap. Uh, well, Montgomery's not. 
You know what? I'm going to just keep going with the ones <laughs> I want. Let's have it be Montgomery. Why not? No, yeah. dear, I was waiting wrong. to recognize one of those as it went through. Yeah, yeah. It's his brother or something. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But is I couldn't remember. One, is it Roderick? Kenneth? It is Roderick. Roderick. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, final couple of questions. It's a good run here, Phil. <laughs> What's that, four un- 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 correct answers? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Incorrect? Uh, it's 3-2 to Phil right now. Two questions to go. Okay. Um, delving deep into the, you know, we talked about what an incredible career Paige has had. What characters does she play in Surf's Up 2, Wave Mania? I hate you so much. And by that, I mean the animal. This is not burning not well for your page. He's not going to the <laughs> Damn it, I thought this was going to be the real kicker <laughs> for me. Oh, you're getting kicker all right. <laughs> <laughs> to the coib. Does she play an otter, a puffin, oh, you... a penguin, or a chicken? Get your pen out. Phil! Get your pen out and mark it down, you piece of shit. <laughs> Phil! <laughs> puffin! Worth it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you can come to the pub. Oh, no, I wasn't mean that. (laughs) Let's not go wild. Final question. Um, Again, from TNA. It's a clip I feel you've seen. Do you remember when Tito Ortiz walked out in TNA and Brad went? Oh, my God. Who the hell is this? (laughs) Let me just say this before he does this question. Hello. Like, this needs to be really good. Because at the minute, this I'm on the lady, I'm, really I'm, on the, I'm on the fence. Yeah, I'm on the fence, yeah. You know, and if it was worth more points, uh, <laughs> and uh, if I got the points and we ended up drawing, I'm just saying that would uh, enhance your chances. That's what I'm saying. In theory. And that means it's double points. <laughs> uh, question 10. So when Tito Ortiz is revealed in TNA as the man behind August 1 warning... <laughs> Ah, that famous thing. Yeah, ah, I yes. remember all this one. Well, really, I remember we? it fondly. <laughs> what? I like that someone who would love TNA is getting really you mad right now. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. I was so, doing other things. So there's a lot of comments in the YouTube comment section about Mr. Anderson's reaction to this. He's meant to sell <laughs> it as the leader of it's Aces and Eight stuff, which apparently oh, T.O.T. subsequently Anderson. joined. Brilliant. Yeah. And didn't do anything, obviously, because he's an MMA fighter who, and probably Strike Force or somewhere. Yeah. With Aces and Eights, just the entire TNA roster except for Austin Aries. <laughs> <laughs> Not and, <laughs> and and Bully Ray until he was revealed to be the leader of Aces and Eights. So yes. Out of the way, Austin Aries. <laughs> Not I've got you. affection to run. That Simpsons thing of just moving the sheep out of the way for the cute just one. Volleyed them. Picked them up and volleyed them down the corridor. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> These little dudes are in work. Oh, dear. <laughs> so TOT's revealed man behind August one morning. But what does the top YouTube comment oh, say no. about Mr. Anderson's reaction? Awesome. Okay. So it starts, Mr. Anderson looks like... <laughs> What's the rest of this comment? Okay. Mr. Anderson looks like he just watched the streak end. Mr. Anderson looks like he's seen a jacked ghost. Mr. Anderson looks like he can't decide what he wants for his dinner. There's the one he's put the shotgun in. (laughs) Or Mr. Anderson looks like he just accidentally shit himself. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let Nicholas take this one. Since it's for the double points. What's the options again? <laughs> Watch the streak end. Seen a jacked ghost. Can't decide what he wants for dinner. Or accidentally had a bit of an accident. Accidentally, accidentally. Um, I know what I want it to be, which has not served me well too well so far. Uh, what was 
the options again? Mr. Anderson looks like he's just watched the streak end. Yeah. Like he's just seen a jacked ghost. Yeah. Like he can't decide what he wants for his dinner. Right. Or like he just accidentally pooped his pooped pants. Pooped his pants. Indeed. It was a top comment mm-hmm. that would suggest pooped your pants, but I don't know. Is this the, the real crux of it? Let's go with the. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. They're all so crap. <laughs> <laughs> why is this, why are any of these the top comments? <laughs> poop these pants. Go hey. on. It's not that, but poop these pants. God damn it. No, dear. Uh, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with jacked ghost. Why not? I think it might be the street, you know. Maybe. No, dear. That's yeah. wrong. It's dinner, isn't it? Mr. Anderson looks like... He can't decide what he wants for <laughs> his dinner. Top comment. Which is not the way to react to the most terrifying force coming into... Do I leave the gas on, actually? <laughs> it's so funny. Go and watch it. It's on It's on YouTube. It's not difficult to find. And a it's rare, all a rare this clip build- I have seen from TNA. <laughs> all this build-up. And then he comes out and you go, God, bloody hell, what's he going to do now? I said, I said, what's he going to do? He's just stood there and folded his arms for two minutes. And they've gone, bloody hell, it's T.O.T. And everyone in the crowd's going, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> oh, dear. Huh? Oh. Which means, Phil Chambers, four points to two, you are the winner of this week's quiz. <laughs> Let us know how you got on and whether or not you think I should be able to go to the pub on Twitter, <laughs> at WhatCultureWWE <laughs> on Twitter. Uh Whilst you're there, you can follow all three of us. You can follow the winner of this week's quiz, Phil Chambers, on Twitter at... Phil My Chambers, and you can follow Adam Nicholas at... It's Adam Nicholas, and you can... Well... <laughs> Does he deserve it? You can, you can let Wilborn know whether he's allowed to go to the pub or not yeah, at... Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Adam Wilborn. I reconcentrate, so I didn't do the whole it's Adam Wilborn thing that I do. <laughs> God damn it, I did anyway. Uh, yes, uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, got the uh, Rampage... Grand Slam and the uh, SmackDown previews available right now. And on Sunday, uh, we're going to be talking, myself, Phil and Sidrick, about who should be the next AEW champions. But for now, this has been Wrestle Culture. My thanks to Adam, to Phil. Thank you for joining us, and we see you soon. Wrestle Culture is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling! <laughs> <laughs> 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 